everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 445. We are that podcast that's for anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And how is everybody doing tonight during this, how we say, inclusion, exclusion, all this other chaos and shenanigans and, and all that stuff? Meh. Ugh. Yeah, I, I feel you too on that. Uh, hold on here. They're, supposed, they're saying they're echoes. Let me fix that. All right, so. Uh, all right, hold on. All right, everything should be fine now. Sorry about that. I keep forgetting that, you know, I got to mute all the Skype inputs, which causes the, which prevents the echoing from happening. So, sorry about that. Eh. We've done like, what, almost 200 episodes live? I would have, should have figured that out by now. <laughs> uh, it, it came back. What do you mean it came? Hold on. There we go. We should be good now. We should be good. I also have, see that's the thing about when you're streaming and you're using Skype. Even though Skype is your main input, you gotta mute all the other inputs or else even though you have it muted, like I have everything basically muted in Windows. And somehow OBS like, oh, this is an open port. I'll take that. There's no need for you to do that, OBS. I appreciate you. Listen to what the system is telling you to do. Instead of doing your own thing. This is not a Mac. <laughs> Anywho, we are live tonight, week of April 7th, 2020, right here on Twitch TV. You can always find this every Tuesday night from 9.30 to, to 11 p.m. right here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And you can also find this gratefully hosted by the amazing people at the Voice of Geeks Network. And you can find them at Twitch TV slash Vlog Network. Check out their shows. They're live on Sundays. There's a tons of other affiliated podcasts you definitely want to check out. And you can also find this on Discord. Vognetwork.com slash Discord. Each uh, show part as part of the Voice of Geeks Network has a channel. So it'll come by, swing by, and have a good time and all that good stuff. So, anywho, you know, we're going to have a good show tonight. Um... Normally, Ichigo will be up in the corner there, but she's working on some orders, so she may be back with us next week. And hopefully, if we're lucky, we'll try. He will try to get uh, um, Wild Spice to join us. She's been working a lot of hours, that poor child of mine. Mm. All right, so I guess we can go ahead and get right into the thicket of things and go right into um, how was your week, how was your day. Ari, how was your week, how was your day? Today was the first time I was out of my apartment in about three days. Yeah. Did, did you open a door and you just and you just heard like like the treasure chest music from Zelda and you just opened your eyes and looked around or something like that? Uh, honestly, uh, like you know, the locks weren't even off. Like the locks were still on until like I decided. Oh wait, like. I'm gonna see if uh, they have that puzzle at Walmart that I was looking at the other day. Yeah. I'm like, oh well. Yeah, a couple of my friends were like, "Can you get this for me?" And I, I'm like, I think people forget 
There is no such thing as a Walmart in New York City. Sam's Club, but not New York City, so, you know. I mean, Every Walmart I have gone into does not have that puzzle. Most of the Walmarts have no puzzles. Yeah, even when I saw it the first time, there was only like three or four left on the uh, on the shelves. Man, I mean, not for nothing. You should have bought all three and just and just flipped them on eBay for twenty five bucks a pop. No, they're going the on Amazon for almost fifty. Well, there you go. They're on Amazon for almost fifty, and they're selling for like thirteen and change. Because people want them. I'm like, look, I get it. You know, you shouldn't, you know, jack up prices on stuff. I mean, a little bit, yeah, but hey, some some of us got bills to pay. But now we get, you know, my, uh, my friend of mine wants to get his kid a, a Switch, but he can't because mm-hmm. peop- because uh, people have been running out to buying up all the stock and selling for like twice as much on eBay. It's not. And a- it's like legitimately, uh, you know, disparaging. You know, it's not even that. I mean, most places have it, you know, you can only buy one per. It's just more like as soon as they come in, people are just buying them to have, you know. Mm-hmm. To flip on eBay or a place no, like that. No, I think I would have to say maybe at least 70% of the people buying gaming consoles now are just buying them to have to play as opposed to flipping them on, on eBay and Amazon. Yeah, they all have the time to actually play games now. Yep. <clears throat> and and uh, what else? Like that's pretty much just about it. I mean, I mm-hmm. haven't done anything of note. I you know can't really go anywhere, obviously. And like I like I said last week, all my money went to rent, so I I haven't got anything to do anyway except stay home and play Animal Crossing. I, I kind of know those feels, and I'll get into that when it comes to my turn. So, Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Well, considering I'm still working, meh. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's that's basically it, is I'm still doing my daily crap. I still have work, um, whether that is going into the office or trying to do stuff from home. Um, I'm trying to play Animal Crossing and marathoning series and just trying not to freak out. Mm. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I've been gaming a lot. I've been reading my normal crap. Uh, Took a walk to the store and realized that most of my local food places are closed. And uh, that's sad because I really wanted Chinese food. <laughs> so you weren't able to get um, like ramen and sushi Friday? I was able to get it on Friday. Oh, okay. um, I ended up getting ramen and pad thai. Okay. Uh, I got it from Koi, that place that we went and got the uh, uh, sushi burritos from. Oh, yeah. And we took Ichigo and jump. Yeah, I like that. Place. Yeah. yeah. Um, so their ramen was so good. <laughs> And uh, and their pad thai was actually pretty decent, too. Uh, and then I follow them on Facebook, and then I got the notification that Monday, starting Monday and going until they can actually get food delivered to them, mm-hmm. they would be closing. Yeah. So, yeah, um, luckily I'm stocked up on food, and then I got some stuff because my cousin and I realized that this weekend is Easter, 
Um, so we got stuff so that we can actually cook ourselves this weekend. But yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. I usually you know go out and get steak or ribs on a good Friday, but I won't be able to do that. I'm not a religious person, so I I don't know. To me, it's just another day. I'm not a religious person, but I still do the whole you know family gathering kind of thing mm -hmm. because that's what Italians do. We hate yeah. ourselves and gather in groups to eat. Um, so yeah, so I mean, wait, this wait, is... Wait, wait, stop. Did you just say you hate yourselves and then you gather to eat? Yeah, yeah that's kind I'm of Italian. <laughs> you hate on yourself, but you gather in big groups of people that also hate on themselves and whoever isn't in that group of people and you eat. Oh, Lord. It sounds like... You've, you've been to my family gatherings. Yes, Tell me that is not true. It's, I'm not saying it's not true. I just didn't expect the whole hating of each other. That, I had no clue, because that's almost like a black Thanksgiving, a black Christmas, or a black Easter. The family gets together, and it's like, unless you have been fucking up, you, you just don't want to be there, because all eyes are going to be on you. And God... Well, it's kind of similar, but for example, you show up single at the big gathering, grandparents and your aunt and uncles look at you like, why are you so, and you just get the third degree, you know, and it's like, you kind of hope and pray you can show up with something that you can tell them that makes them all happy. And then they post and they move, they draw their attention to somebody else, you know, and you're like, I got to pass. But, oh yeah, no, yeah. no. The Italians, they won't talk shit about people that are in the room. <laughs> they just talk shit about the people that are not there. And usually it's it's usually it's going against why they're not there. They don't, you know, they're we're not special enough for them to come to, you know, the holiday gathering and Oh, oh no, yeah. I've seen some no. of the uh, shade being thrown around. Ugh. You know, <laughs> black household they will talk shit behind your back in front of your back to the left and to the right of your back to make sure that they know that they are talking shit about you huh. oh yeah no 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 my family is nice to your face mm. they're stabbing you in the back but they're nice to your face but I think I that get, comes I, with I, most I, families yeah I'm a, I, you know Dealt with a lot of condescendence from uh, all sides. That that's fun. I mean, I know when we hang out, we're bitching about the people that aren't there. So true. Because like, we want them to hang out with us. <laughs> well, I didn't say we liked the people that weren't there either. Man. We got some really petty people in our friends lists. Yeah, 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 I know. <sighs> the pettiness is so strong amongst some people these days, and it's like, well, you know. You're petty enough, they'll come back and smack you right in the face. Mm. And I might just be the one smacking you. Or <laughs> <laughs> just saying. But, you know, enough about that. Mako, you done with your weekend day? Yeah, I'm just sitting here playing Animal Crossing while we're chit-chatting. Of course.
course you are. Of course I am. You know, it, I mean, not for nothing. It kind of warms the cockles of, of, of my heart that when I turn on my Switch to go play Mario Kart, I see anywhere between 15 to 25 people online, and I can guarantee all except for three are playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, it tells you what they're playing when they're on, so... No, I'm just saying... Yeah, it gets to be addicting. No, I'm just saying, normally when I turn on my Switch, I see like five or six people online, but now it's at least 15 plus all playing the same game, and I know if I go into my friends list, I can guarantee at least 75% of them are in the same Animal Crossing group. <laughs> but... I can, I can also say, like, I'll see like a dozen people on it, like, hey, I want to visit, and nobody wants to have people over. But I have noticed there are more people on my Switch list than my PS4 and Xbox list combined. I still say... Yeah, I, I definitely think that there's more people at this point playing on the Switch. I just met even before Animal Crossing. I just started noticing the, the numbers just going up exponentially. Now it's just doubling. I'm just like, good lord. Mm. But, but I will say... My weekend day has been quite interesting. And let's start off with the fact that last Wednesday I got furloughed. Now, Thanks, man. Thanks. For those of you who don't know, furlough is basically the same thing as laid off, except that I still have a job. I just can't do my job. So basically, I can't really roll out computers to new hires and current users who, who's supposed to get upgrades and basically me helping them over the phone really isn't enough. So I got furloughed. So I expect maybe in the next four months, if all of this calms down, hopefully I can go back to work. But until then, I have been spending this time basically catching up on my movie collection, playing more games, and just trying to make the best of it I just wake up and just be like, I'm kind of bored. I turn on the TV and it's either Chicago PD or Law and Order, SVU. And I just sit there and watch TV until it's like, yeah, I need to hop in the shower and go do other stuff. And kind of be a semi-productive member of society. I will also say that on Friday, I did go to urgent care. For the record, I am okay. I do not have COVID-19. I was having... Some type of odd chest congestion. And generally when I get like a chest congestion or I feel a tickle in my throat, I take throat drops. I start taking like over-the-counter DayQuil and it goes away. And they even say about this in the news. I've also noticed it. Yeah, I keep a cold year-round, but generally it's been lingering a little bit longer than normal. And I've started to notice that with a lot of people. So I went in. They said my breathing is fine. My lungs are clear. Here, here are some... um antibiotics, you'll be good in a week. And I have to say, I kind of sort of am. So, other than that, I've been doing that. Um, I'm still sorting through like, the data on my on my recovered drives. It's like, it's like I said, they just, when they did the recovery, they sorted it, not by the folder order, I had everything organized. They, they, they just did it sort of, basically by by type of file and it's all numbered. And I find it interesting when I'm going through the photos, the the photo names are, are are named are named after the devices it was used. Like like all of my convention photos 
her name, Canon Rebel SL1 image, yada, 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 yada. When I look at, like, my music I downloaded, and I see, like, the, the scan, like, when people scan the, the cover art, the box art, it's like Canon scanner, model, whatever, and it's like that. I'm just like, wow. Like, I've gotten pictures from people on their phones, and it says Apple iPhone. Like, I got a picture from Dark Sakura that she sent me a long time ago, and I'm looking at it, and the file name, I know what she sent it as, but I see the file name as Apple iPhone 3GS image, yada, 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 and I'm just like, good lord. And I realized that he did the recovery through the meta naming instead of the actual file name, which for the most part, it's not a big deal, because I'm just sorting them by convention, and I'm just dumping them in there. I'm not like doing like doing separate folders for like this photo shoot that photo shoot unless it's an actual photo shoot I did with somebody you know group shot I just all in one con that folder done and we move on and that's basically has been my weekend day that and I've done my food shopping and and, and I've discovered you know and I try I, when it comes to shopping now it's like well I'm still collecting I'm still making. I'm getting all this extra money from unemployment, whatever, so I can live and do whatever I got to do. So it's like I leave my house twice a week. So once on Tuesdays to pick up my dinner, and Wednesdays I go food shopping at the local shop right. So I'm like, well, I leave, I'll probably just leave my house an hour, well, a couple of hours early, get on the lines, do all my shopping. I only have to leave the house once a week. If I have to travel somewhere, I will take a bus because the buses right now are free. So, and I figure, you know, if I do my food shopping, I'll invest like that $5.50, whatever, towards it so I don't lose much. And I'm like, and I do my shopping, I'm just like, I, and I realize if I had gone to ShopRite, I probably would have spent the same amount over there as opposed to Stop and Shop. But at least I'm probably a little bit happier with the prices, but... It is what it is. I got everything I need for the most part. I'll probably have to go back out for a couple other things, but it's not even that serious. So. Other than that, honestly, your hosts here are doing good given the situations we are working in. Alright, let's go ahead and do uh, so a little bit of housekeeping. Um, like I said, I will be stream I will be running a COVID nineteen PSA at the beginning of every show. Um, I, there will be one within the podcast here somewhere. I just have to find a spot to put it in, so it is what it is. Also, I am finally going to be doing uh, some solo streaming. I may be doing some streaming on Thursdays. I'm probably looking at right now Sundays and Thursdays for a few hours. I am looking at doing like retro 8 and 16-bit anime game streaming and classic game streaming. Uh, basically, I will be streaming... Anime games that came out for NES, Famicom, Super Nintendo, Super Famicom, Genesis, Mega Drive, anime-inspired-esque games, and so forth. And I will believe, I think I'm going to be starting things off with Super Mario World, because... Interesting story. Years ago, when I was living with my ex and her family, her, her brother, my ex's younger brother, talked about how he was like the greatest in Super Mario World. And he had the highest score in the house, and no one could beat him. Well, one morning I sat there, turned on the Super Nintendo, and I started playing Super Mario World. I went through all of the levels, 
But I didn't finish the game. Once I opened everything, I went back and opened the, sp the Star Road. Once I opened the Star Road, I went through the Special Zone. Once I went through the Special Zone, I went through every single level on the inverted Super Mario World levels and beat the game. And he saw me... So you, uh, like, so you like went through all the Special Stage and came back to the... Uh... Came back to the, the world map in a different season? Yeah, have you ever done that? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love doing that. Yeah, I did that, and I went through the game. He watched me beat it, and I handed him the control. I'm like, your turn, and walked away. Now now it's all about how fast can he do it, with, you know, with or without, uh, with or without glitches, with or without, with or without tassing it, yeah. you know, like look, different categories and whatnot. I, That's I, a whole different look. thing. I'm not even doing it. I'm just going to play the ROM or whatever cart as is. If I lose a life, I lose a life. I'll just continue on and just play it how it is. I see no reason to speed run or cheat assist or something like that. You know, if the game is that bad, is that hard for me to beat, then I might cheat. But other than that, I'm just going to play through it and have fun with it. That, that, that's all it is. So, anywho. That's basically our housekeeping. Like I said, we're, I'm probably going to be looking at streaming Thursday, maybe in the afternoon, early evening. I haven't decided on what time, so we'll see. But yeah. Anywho, next up is uh, Geek Roundtable. Uh, basically, this is the part of the show where we talk about cool geek stuff that we have and just talk about non-anime stuff. Basically, how we're dealing and uh, just basically our, our chill time section. So... I can see that Mako-chan came fully prepared, hatchet and all. Mm-hmm. So what's that you got for us to show? Um, I needed a little humor, and Deadpool is a lot of humor, so I figured uh, I would channel Deadpool for tonight, at least in my visualization. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's it. It's just a little Deadpool plushie mm. from yeah. It's funny. <laughs> I mean, it is Deadpool after all. It is Deadpool, and it's his unicorn. And I really wish that like his hand was on the unicorn's horn, but you know you can't win them all. <laughs> so true. Alright, Ari, what's up with you, my friend? Uh, like I said, nothing really special, just, you know, in Animal Crossing, you can change your, your uh, town's tune by, uh, you know, which is like a string of like 16 different uh, notes you can play, and I've been, uh, and I've been just doing like goofy shit with it, like, uh, you know, recreating, you know, themes, like theme songs, like cartoons and anime and all that mm -hmm. good stuff, and other, uh, you know, songs like normal songs and uh i i imagine pretty a part of brass bonanza which is the uh heart for whalers old flight old fight song i didn't even know and, that heart for whalers had a theme song yeah that's what it's called like you, you probably saw it in my personal feels like nothing says like, like this is a tune <laughs> that says for the love of god please come to our island everybody got to see kelly I, I totally missed it because I was looking at something in a different browser. What did she do? Run by? Uh, no, she popped her head up right next to Deadpool. 
Oh man, so please tell me somebody clipped that. Probably not. <clears throat> oh well. That and a oh there she there he is. I saw it on the uh, feed a little while ago. Like oh. like yeah, for it. Gotcha. Um. And there's also you know making like making you know character outfits and costumes. Uh, mm. in the tailor shop, and I've been having fun with that, but. Yeah, I need to find clothing for the tailor shop. I need Love Live outfits. Well, somebody's going to have to make them. I'm sure somebody has. I haven't seen them yet. I've seen one outfit, and I didn't really like the way that it was put together, because it was put together for one of the older games. Well... Maybe with, with Seiya and Yatenna, who are now playing Animal Crossing, maybe they'll make a few of these outfits. That would be cool. There need to be more anime outfits. That's true. Anyway, sorry for interrupting. Uh, we are doing the roundtable, so it's okay to interrupt. So. see well besides that type of stuff like i said i've been trying to catch up with, like my massive collection over there like every black friday i buy like eight like like three to four dvds and blu-rays because i'm like yeah i definitely want these movies and they sit up on the shelf and i try to find time to watch them like um saturday I actually sat down and watched Batman Ninja. How was it? That was really good. I especially like the fact that the majority of the animation was done was like feudal style, and I really like that. It kind of makes you feel like you're watching an old picture, classic picture. But I, that was a really good one. Um, I actually sat down like late last night and watched Expendables two. Was that last night or Sunday night? Mm. I just find it funny the name of the major villain in the second movie. I haven't seen any of them. Who was it? Uh, the the boss. The name of the the major villain in the second film is Villain. Villain. I guess. Villain. Yeah. Yeah. You know, considering that yeah. they took Chuck Norris jokes at face value. For their movie, I probably shouldn't have been surprised by that. They were in on the Chuck Norris uh, jokes in that film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were. I, I was cracking up when they just showed Chuck Norris show up like three times in the film. I'm just like, holy crap! But um, that I'm finally caught up with My Hero Academia, and I'm trying to get back into watching Boruto. But I guess I know these couple of episodes. I think I'm like 30 episodes behind or something like that. So I guess I'm, it's a, a mini like filler. I'm just like, eh. I guess I can slug my way through these until some, a good storyline pops up. Naruto and filler go hand in hand like water and electricity. What about bleach? <laughs> and they yeah, had the, you got a point with that one. And they had the audacity to bring it back. Really?
I, 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 I got nothing on that one. Absolutely. That's right. I also remembered I had, I had watched WrestleMania yesterday. I am so sorry. I yeah, the whole like I just oh. like I live tweeted, not like you know, live Facebook that, which mm -hmm. is probably why you're wondering why I sounded schizophrenic and like. Yeah, I wanted to know what the. My first thought was, why would you subscribe to the WWE Network? I mean, I understand thirty days is free, but I'm just like, but why? Yeah, my friend logged on with his pass like with his password a while ago, but mm -hmm. there was an update and it cleared out the cookies or whatever. And I'm like, I, and he wasn't up at the time. I was like, I can't ask him for his password and whatever. So just whatever. The first month is free. It's it's all mm -hmm. I need. Yeah, a, it seems a lot of apps. If you don't log into it after a certain time, it'll log you out. And then you just got relogging. Like I'm sharing a friend's Crunchyroll account, but what's interesting is that. I'm on that account. I'm on Crunchyroll at least once a week, and there have been twice. I go to watch something, and I get a commercial. I'm just like, wait, hold up, stop. I go back, and I check the account, and I'm just like, son of a. So I go to log in. It Crunchyroll starts thinking, and it logs me into the account, and then I just continue on. I'm just like, Crunchyroll got their AT and T money. They they need to get their shit together. The point is, there was a like, there was a match with John Cena and Bray, and Bray Wyatt yeah, slash yeah. the Fiend, mm -hmm. and it pretty much started, you know, meta referencing all of John Cena's you know stuff in his career, and and pretty much people said like, like even I said it's like it turned into like the ending of Evangelion towards the end. Congratulations. Not that it just you expect Cena to be sitting in a chair with his head down like this. <laughs> like if you saw, you probably saw a picture of Shinji floating around, decked out in Cena merch. No, I That's haven't. What that was. I have. I, I saw it that. once or twice. Lord. Uh, 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 also, WWE's uh, Instagram mm -hmm. had a had posted a NWO style John Cena Titantron, and we're like, what? Oh, I did see that. Wrestling's weird. <sighs> so true. You know, I, I just find it kind of odd, you know, that... No, now, like, everything is just... It, it's like there's no audience. It's, it just feels weird. It's like, the, it's like they're doing auditions, you know? It just feels weird. Very weird. Yeah. Like, a new attendance record! Zero. I I halfway expected the end to go. WWE Raw is taped live in front of a studio audience or some crazy shit like that. Canned applause. Basically, it was in the the, the canned applause was in the CN, Cena match. So uh... what? <sighs> but like I said, it, it was turning into a live action cartoon. So this is why, for the most part. If, if wrestling is on my TV, I'm probably going to watch a total of an hour of it. The remaining off and on two hours is me at the computer prepping for, to, for the podcast and doing other things. Alright. I, I think we've kind of kicked, kicked the can around enough. Let's get into uh, some tonight's topics. Um, Ari, why don't you go ahead and take the first story. I'll jump on to the second one. 
right? Viz Media Europe SAS changes its name to Crunchyroll SAS. Uh, the SAS stands for Society of Our Action Simplified, Simplified, or Simplified Joint Stock Company. It's French. Don't, like, don't question me on the pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Announced on Thursday the changes in the Crunchyroll SAS. The announcement noted that all the foreign brands of Viz Media Europe and SAS are in the brand processes are in the process of rebranding. The website for French paper, Nate's newspaper Le Figaro <clears throat> is listing the name change as of January 27th. Uh, Crunchyroll and Viz Media Europe closed the deal for Crunchyroll to become the majority owner of Viz Media Europe on December 4th. The company announced the agreement on in September. Crunchyroll and Viz Media Europe Group appointed John Easem in the new role of head of Crunchyroll EMEA, which is Europe, Middle East, and Africa. <clears throat> the Hitosubashi Group, consisting of Shueisha, Shukakukan, Shukakukan Shueisha Productions, is retail is retaining a minority stake in Viz Media Europe. Additionally, Shogakukan and Shueisha are retaining complete ownership of Viz Media Europe's publishing licensing businesses through VME PLB SAS, a new company that Shogakukan and Shueisha Group created. The new company is licensing manga for EMEA and Latin American groups. Kazuyoshi Takeuchi is appointed as president, and Kazuyuki Masuda is appointed the managing director. Mm. So it's just a different distributor, I guess? The way I'm looking at it, it seems like when it comes to publishing titles and so forth, that's going to be Viz Media Europe. But when it comes to, I think, if I'm reading this correctly, for like the streaming aspect, that's going to be Crunchyroll Europe, something like that. I think that's what it looks like. It's just splitting the just splitting things, just splitting like Physical and digital distribution. That's what it looks like. None of us are European, so we have no stake in this, I guess. Well, no, I'm going to assume maybe because, you know, Sony, and not Sony, no, no, that's Funimation, never mind. I'm guessing maybe AT&T has a better backbone for them and they can handle all of that or whatever, so I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Uh, whatever they do, may, it'll probably be for the best. So you know, whatever it is. Mm. Yeah, I'm now looking at our private chat. Okay, I okay, I see that. Let's let's move right along, shall we? Okay. Now this is a, a favorite uh, magical girl anime of mine. I never finished it, but I should figure out a way to finish it. But I'm talking about Tokyo Mew Mew. It's really it's a really cute anime. Five girls running a uh, cat themed cafe, and they're also superheroes, basically. But it seems that on their official website, there was a website on the official website. There was a countdown, and it basically ended. And the big announcement is that there's going to be a brand new anime called Tokyo Mew Mew New. Oh. That was the original title. The anime will mark the 20th anniversary of the manga as well as the 65th anniversary of Kodansha's Nakayoshi magazine, which originally published Tokyo Mew Mew. Now, also on that Thursday, 
the site start accepting auditions for the Tokyo Mew Mew News Seiyu Idol auditions. This is to fill a role for the main character Ichigo Momomiya. The open audition process will run through spring and summer via the audition app Mista. The auditions are open to females from elementary school age to 30 years old. The chosen applicant will receive an exclusive contract with Pony Canyon's Swallow Agency. The original manga was published from 2000 to 2003. Um, what's also interesting is that Kodansha was credited for the franchise's original concept. Tokyo Pop published all seven volumes in English. Uh, Kodansha re-released the manga in three volumes with a new translation back in 2011. The manga did inspire a 52-episode series, and it was released here in the States from 2002 to 2003 as Mew Mew Power. Am I reading it? Yeah. Mew Mew Power, yes. Uh, under the Four Kids title. Which was, interestingly enough, the original title of the U.S. version was supposed to be called Hollywood Mew Mew. I don't know how they would have been able to pull that off. I don't think they could have pulled that off. Now, also, Doesn't San Francisco have a uh, stronger uh, you know, little Tokyo community than uh, Hollywood? Basically. And I've been, so, San Fran Mew Mew? I don't know. I, and I've been to San Francisco. I've been to their, uh, their, little, their little Tokyo. It's really nice. Also, uh, there was a sequel manga title called Tokyo Mew Mew a la Mode, which was published from 2003 to 2004, and Kodansha also published it in English as well. Now, a few months ago, we got another spin-off series called Tokyo Mew Mew Ore. This one basically is the male version of Tokyo Mew Mew. So if I pick it up, I'll let you know how it is. Now the manga cuz behind this, uh Yoshi uh what is their names? Uh yeah, Yoshida and Ikumi. Yeah, Reiko Yoshida and Mia Ikumi. They published a new two-chapter manga called Tokyo Mew Mew 2020 Return in December and January. So, everything is pretty good. So, let's hope for the best. I'm just kind of, not surprised, but I'm just kind of hung over the, the new title of the series. But, it rhymes. LA has a little Tokyo, according to QX75, so. Can't say I've been out west, so I'll just take their word on it. I wouldn't mind a little Tokyo here in New York, but the closest to that we have is Mitsua Plaza out in Jersey, which is not so bad. But within New York City itself, you're basically either looking at Book Off or Kinokuniya, so. That, or people just think it's all the same and just lump it in with Chinatown. I suppose so. All right, Mako. Your fandom delivered. Yeah, so um, the Digimon reboot yeah. uh, has hit Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. And it looks like its first uh, episode release was on Saturday. Mm-hmm. 
it released to North America, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, Europe, and the Middle East, as well as North Africa, the Commonwealth of Independent States, Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa. Um, and launch times will vary by language, but it looks like uh, most of them did release on Saturday, with the premiere in Japan on Sunday. So that was a little weird. Yeah. So the new anime is taking place in 2020. It's featuring an all-new story centered around the main characters um, who are starting out earlier. Um, this is an elementary school instead of a middle school kind of uh, wait, series. Wait, weren't they in elementary school in the first series? Were they? I thought they were starting... Um, middle school. I don't remember. I just know that because I watched the first episode. I just remember from the original series, they were already in summer camp, and they ended up in the Digi World. This well, I, I know they were in summer camp, but I yeah. thought it was like camp between, like I think they were going into middle school. Maybe. I don't remember. It's been so long since I've actually watched the entire series. I, I will say, uh, I will say the different. What I like about this series. From the first episode alone, it takes place before they go to summer camp and all of that. It's they're getting ready to leave for summer camp, and Taichi and Izzy meet for the first time. Taichi has no idea what's going on. Izzy is basically filling him in on 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 half this stuff. So I just like how how it starts out. So I and I just I really like how this is playing out because you have the real world and the digital world and with technology and Digimon has always been around like technology and internet. The reboot of this is to me is really going to be awesome. I can't wait to watch the second episode. Well, there you go. I don't know. I, we're not going to have the whole argument, but you know, I have, I've actually liked um, Digimon a little bit more. And maybe if we're lucky, we'll get a reboot of Monster Rancher. That was also a good series. I liked Monster Rancher. I sat down and started rewatching Monster Rancher probably two or three months ago and just cringed. <laughs> Mochi spit. What? Um, it was just. It was just. It yeah, just cringe. I, I still watched it though. <laughs> Is this the dub or um? Or oh yeah, okay. this is the dub. Yeah, it was so cringeworthy. I mean, at least they left like like the like the font of the original of the together. Like if like in Japan, the original series is called Monster Farm, and both logos are basically identical to each other, except one is farm, the other one says rancher. So, sorry, Ari. <laughs> I knew someone was going to crop up with that. Look, look. We're, we're, I like them all, yeah. so. You, you got to understand, each one of us has have a different we really enjoy, you know. Like, Ari, I know your thing is Pokemon. That's you. I, I guess for me and Maka, our thing is Digimon. We just like that a lot, you know. No, I watched all of no, them. No, you're, you're an equal opportunist lover. That's right. I Yeah, I mean, it's it's... 
the same way. You've got the people that like Star Trek, and you have the people that like Star Wars, mm -hmm. and I will sit and watch them both. Same. Because I can differentiate between my geekdoms. You should get an award for that, for being able to do that. No, what I should get an award for is actually sitting down and not only reading the Twilight series, but then watching the Twilight series and being able to say, no, this is a really bad series. There's not enough liquor and, and weed to uh, get through that series. If this is not proof that Mako is a glutton for punishment, then I don't know what is. And she yeah, takes no, all when that... I... When she I say I don't like something, I really don't us. like something. And then I find out that, you know, like, then we find out that Twilight is loosely based off the Vampire Diaries or some crazy shit like that. Good lord. Yeah, and Vampire Diaries was loosely based off of Vampire Chronicles, which is why, you know, Anne Rice sued her. Mm. It's like you keep photocopying co like photocopies of things. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, someone can make the connection right across the board, so. Well, yeah, I mean, when you have the characters doing stuff and then somebody goes, hey, I'll just change the character names and, you know, make my world. And yet people still know what it is and they go, uh, you suck. <laughs> I mean, look, if this, if, if I, I, I will say this, that I attempted to read the original fan fiction for Twilight mm -hmm. that ended up becoming 40 Shades of Grey. Whatever. <laughs> I, there, there just, there is not enough substance in this world <laughs> that I could sit and read through the actual fan fiction. It was just that bad. <laughs> if this is just proof that anybody can get can, can get work can get can get be published. Okay? This is the, that's what this basically is saying. Meanwhile, you got some real talented people out there who do nano rerun, others who can't get published. But meanwhile, this does. Then again, you know, they tell you don't immediately publish your work at once December hits because publishers get lots of nano like works and they just end up going through, just like disposing of them in droves, specifically because, you know, it's December. I can get my book like. I can take my NaNoWriMo project and publish it. It doesn't work like that. Well, you better off self-publishing. You might make more money that way. I actually know a couple of fanfic writers that self-publish um, and have actually made a big enough following doing that that publishers started picking them up. There you go. Huh. And that's, that's why... Fifty Shades of Grey became a thing is because this fan fiction had so many hits and had so many reviews and had so many people fighting to read it that a publisher went, I want it. 
And because they couldn't do it as fan fiction, they changed the names, they changed some of the, you know, the things about it, and bam, you have a book. A really bad BDSM book at that. Really, really bad. Yeah. Not not just not just for the obvious that the writer seriously got a lot wrong with that, but also just that the writing sucks. <laughs> I would try to make sense of it, but earlier today I watched a video on YouTube that that followed a guy who tried to find all the Bob Ross paintings and several articles about people trying to buy them and failing. So, yeah, nothing makes sense in this world anymore. <laughs> I mean, with the fact that, you know, more people are staying at home to do stuff. Well, the video was from a few months ago, and okay. yeah, you can't buy any of the paintings. That doesn't surprise me. Same. Well, Bob Ross is one of the four horsemen of the nice apocalypse, so. Mm-hmm. Anywho, uh, moving right along. More Saint Seiya. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Netflix has added the last 41 episodes of Saint Seiya, better known as Knights of the Zodiac. It's now available on Netflix with a new English dub and English subtitles. It's basically Netflix's seasons 5 and 6. The last 41 episodes are episodes 74 to 114. And that's the entire series as a whole. Of the original 1986 series. You can catch this on on Netflix North America, New Zealand, and Australia. They originally started with the first 41 episodes in October... They added an additional 32 in January, and now they have put the rest of them on there. Masami Kurumada serialized the original Saint Seiya manga and Shuisha's weekly Shonen Jump magazine from 1986 to 1990. The manga has inspired a number of, of anime, so you have spin-off series, retellings, OVAs, uh, spin-off mangas, and video games. I actually played like a Saint Seiya game for PS2 years ago. It's actually pretty good. There, and the manga just also inspired a CG anime remake that was on Netflix uh, July of last year. And now there will be a live-action Hollywood film in regards to it as well. Oh. If it's done right and it's at least two and a half hours, do it. Uh, you know, I think Marvel kind of set the, the setting for adaptations where you don't need to fit everything in 90 freaking minutes two hours is fine up to two and a half hours is fine as as long as it gives you enough time to flesh out your story in order for it to make sense not no cut and paste version where you buy the the blu-ray of it which comes with addition like 20 minutes of additional footage i'm just like you should have put that in the original cut in the first place Yeah, well, they do a lot of crap like that. I, I know. I, I'm just hoping that this makes, you know, this will make a better difference. That's all. Don't need give me watch. something else to marathon after I get done watching all of Miraculous. You, are you watching Miraculous Ladybug? Yeah. How is that? Good. I'm like halfway through the second season. Oh, okay. I, so, like, like other French series, like, the first like the first season or so is like 
it's formulaic as hell until it gets to the the first major two-parter, and then you know, shit starts getting more cohesive and deeper. So it just has a slow start time, I guess. Gotcha. Also, that thing you posted on my wall earlier. What thing? With Ash and Pikachu. Oh yeah. The fuck. I was suddenly thinking of Shades of CWF when I read that. When I saw that. Ugh. That was basically the only reason why I shared that to your waltz. I was, I'm like, I wonder if you'll catch it. I, I was like, oh, god damn it, Vor, lovely. Oh, can I say Ash went Super Saiyan? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I will uh, say... What's yeah. next? I will say for live-action films, I really wish they would do a Ronin Warriors live-action film. Wasn't there a talk of one? Um, not that I know of. Hmm. I, I know that uh, the series was uh, relicensed in 2014. Um, Did it get a stage musical or something? No, it was uh, relicensed for resale. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the, the series is kind of old. Uh, it was originally from 88, so... I mean, even the manga is from 88 to 90. Um, so they did finally have to relicense it in order to basically resell it. And then we saw it on Toonami after school. Yeah, and that was for, for some of the... 2002, See, I think. It was, it was way sooner than that, wasn't yeah, that's it? That's for some of y'all. 95. 95. That, that was for some of y'all. I, don't, I remember Ronin Warriors... It was on early in the morning for me, or it was immediately after school, or something like that. So, yeah, it was it was after school for me. Well, after football practice, I had to uh, set my VCR to record the uh, the rest of the Namek saga that was going on at the time. I think. Yeah, I I think that this series is one that um, Netflix really needs to pick up. And redo. It'll be nice because I enjoyed it. Yeah, I wouldn't mind rewatching it. Uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, Ari, tell us about My Hero Academia. It's getting a fifth season. So, yeah, new visual starling, starring protagonist Deku was released alongside the announcement teasing the awakening of something new. Mm-hmm. Right, I'll concede chat originally a manga created by hero horikoshi kohei my hero academia set in a world with which possessing superhero powers known as quirks is the norm the secret follows the the series follows the adventures of midoriya izuku known as deku a quirkless student of superhero academy ua high school it began airing in 2016 with the final episode of season four broadcast in japan on april 4th and i I haven't been able to get into it as much as uh, some people have. I also don't know what this thing on a poster is, which is like there's something in English that's blacked out and then yeah. so, some uh, kanji right. going over. Okay, okay, okay. Alright. Spoiler alert time! Okay. At the end of the last final episode of the season, Midoriya is having a dream and he wakes, and he's in this dream and he's standing along with everybody else that basically inherited the power. And he sees somebody... Of one for all? Yeah. 
and he's like, he sees somebody else like you're the ninth person or something like that, and it looks like that person's attacking him, and then he wakes up, the glasses room is shattered, he's on the floor, something like that. So it might be might have something to do with that. But then again, if you read, I don't read the manga, so I don't know what's happening next. So. But I, don't, I think you really would like My Hero Academia. It's all right. You know, the bits of it that I've uh, seen either like at cons, like, you know, with you guys mm -hmm. or just like killing time on like one of the nights. Yeah. All right. All right. If you don't mind, why don't you go ahead and grab the next story to Tiger and Bunny too. Uh, let's see. The long-awaited sequel to popular superhero anime Tiger and Bunny will arrive in 2022 under the title Tiger and Bunny 2. Along with the announcement, a visual featuring lead characters Kotetsu T. Kabukabi and Barnaby Brooks Jr. was released. Ishida Masafumi will return to write the script while Katsura Masakazu to provide character and hero design again. Kazuhi Mitsuko will take over as director. Tiger and Bunny is an original anime by Sunset, set in a world where superheroes are reality TV stars who operate live on the air with the support of sponsors. With veteran hero Tiger as team with the dashing bunny, the two become rivals until a superpowered super terrorist eventually forces them to combine forces. This sounds like it would be perfect fodder for a crossover with My Hero Academia. It would. No. And I'm fairly certain there's fan fiction of it already, so what do I know? There's fan fiction of it practically everything. Yeah. You just gotta talk to Mako-chan here, and she can tell you if it's good or not. Most of it's not. There you <laughs> go. You know, I actually skipped over Tiger and Bunny, because at the time, everyone was talking about how good and it's so great, and I was just like, no. Hype backlash. I, I yeah. know what that's all about. I may take a moment to take to take a look into this series, so. I think I watched one or two episodes, and it didn't really pull me in. Mm -hmm. But I, I have to sit and really marathon something to get into it like that. I mean, there are, yeah, there are some shows where that's that comes up episodic, and you watch a couple of episodes of it, and you're like, you know what? I'll wait till the entire season's available, then I'll watch it, and you'll get a better feel for it. Like, when I watched the first season of Titans, Titans is a great show, but this is a show where you're better off marathoning it throughout a week, because it's that, the first season is basically that slow. As for season two, the pacing is a lot better, so. And they finally formed a team, so. Which is good. Alright, um, Mako, you mind grabbing that last story there, please? Sure. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, we have talked about the issues that some fans in Japan had with, uh, Love Live advertisement for mm -hmm. oranges due to the way that, um, the character's skirt kind of formed into her legs a little bit too much well now yeah. there is still more controversy um so the let me get over there so the original um orange advertisement uh came out 
in February. And again, um, because people felt that the line on the line art on it made her skirt look see-through. So they did go ahead and change the advertisement to get rid of uh, that deep line. So now there's a new advertisement out uh, with Chica and it is a um, coming down with criticism, um, not from the same group that didn't like the poster for the oranges. Mm. Um, this one is by Love Live fans in general. The ad is for uh, Numazu Cha Tea which is a tea grown and produced in Numazu area. And that's where Love Live Sunshine takes place. It features Chica dressed in a kimono, enjoying the fresh scent of a tea leaf. And critics um, really love the ad, um, stating that it... colorful. Yeah. Mm-hmm stating that it represents the understated beauty of Japanese aesthetics and art with bold patterns, solid color blocks, and an almost ukiyo-e style backdrop. Most of all, there are no unnecessary displays of crotches or panties, and the ad is tasteful and appropriate for general audiences. Throw that in there, why don't you? So, um... Yeah, so uh, direct quotes, um, it doesn't feel indecent at all and has a very refreshing look to it. With this poster, nobody will be offended, and this way it will appeal to lots of ordinary people. I'm also glad that it shows that Chica looks good with this kind of beauty, plus it's really cute, and I'm so happy. However, the Love Life fans are saying completely different. Um of the two posters, they prefer the one for the advertisement of oranges um, because that actually looks like the character. Whereas the new one for the tea is very artistic, very simplistic, um, and just, uh, as I said before, just bold color blocks and um, that kind of... Uh, artistic style characters being drawn in another artist's artistic style well and the thing is the love life people do have a point the only reason why you know this is a love live collaboration is because very small on the poster is the love live logo if it wasn't for that nobody would know that this was chica because the art style is just that simplistic and because this isn't one of her normal outfits, even the outfits that she wears while she's singing and dancing, um, they have a point that while it is a collaboration, you can't really tell it's a collaboration. And people are really pissed off, and they're pissed off at the feminists from the first collaboration. Um Thanks to the complaining of all the stupid feminists, Chica became this weird character that doesn't preserve the style of Love Live. Although, I guess this isn't that bad. I'm a Love Live fan. I want a copy of the poster on the right, which would be the one of the orange ad. Um, But I don't want the one on the left, which is the tea ad. 
If you think the one on the left is better, then there's no point in doing the collaboration. Did you watch the anime? Have you been to the voice actors' concerts? You use you use the word feminist as a dirty word in your argument. Your argument is void. Mm-hmm. The thing is, there are photos, official and otherwise, of the characters in Kimono mm-hmm. where the character looks like the character. So it could have very well been done with this, you know, traditional kind of look, but letting the character actually look like the character and having the collaboration be a, you know, a true collaboration. Because, I mean, not for nothing, I'm... I follow Love Live. I'm a fan of Love Live. And if somebody were to have shown me the ad for the tea, I would never have known that it was a Love Live collaboration. The only thing that's on there is the Love Live logo. And if you can't read the Love Live logo in Japanese, you might not understand that that's the Love Live logo. Exactly. And I, and looking at I would agree, unless I was a diehard fan and I know how the characters are, unless that logo was it, I, pro, I wouldn't have, you know? But looking at the, the, the poster on the right, it's like I said the last time we talked about this. My only issue is that whoever drew this just made her skirt too short because it's normally not that short besides the lines or whatever. It's just way too short. It should be long because that's the only thing I... That's, my other thing but yeah i think the skirt could have been a little bit longer Mm, and i think they did go a little too dark with the lines yeah and i get it you know when you're wearing a skirt and you're kind of doing that bendy style Mm -hmm. it does kind of bunch up in that area but if you do the line work a little bit lighter and not as dark as say the line work in the pleats Mm -hmm. It wouldn't look as if it was a see-through skirt. Yeah. And long story short, when it comes to the Love Life fandom, can't please anyone. No, you can't please anybody in this fandom. You insufferable bastards. (sighs) I like the classy style of the T1, but yeah. I do like the classic style. I like the style. different art style. It's nice. It's striking. I don't like. I don't even mind that. It's just that these girls wear a lot of different outfits in the series, and I think if one of those outfits was represented in this, it would be more recognizable as the character. Because to have the art style that doesn't match the art style of the series, to have an outfit that doesn't match anything that has been seen before, and the only recognizable thing that shows that this is Chica is her braid on one side and the little cowlick in front. That's it. Even her hair color is different. Kind of. Yeah. It's probably the art style that's making it look so different. Yeah, it is. It's cool. Well, yeah, because there's there's no real shading or anything. It's just block work. So, 
yeah, so they used, you know, a similar color, but they could have gone with a color that was a little bit closer to her actual hair color. Like, the tea ad has a little bit more red in it than, you know, it's kind of like a burnt orange instead of, like, a brown. Valid point. But yeah, Love Life fandom sucks. (laughs) This is why I sit on the outer rim and I enjoy from the view up here. So Now that we got that out the way, let's talk about what's going on in Japan with Meanwhile in Japan. Uh, I'll take the first one, I guess. I'll take the second one. Okay. A Kumamoto teacher was suspended for slapping a student on the head and kicking him for 35 minutes. What? But critics say that's not a good enough punishment. Uh, the, Kum- the Kumamoto City Board of Education announced on the 27th that a junior high, stu- uh, high, uh, a junior high school music teacher in Kun- Kumamoto City in southwestern Japan was given one month suspension for enacting corporal punishment against an impudent male student. According to the board, on February 3rd, thir- Third, the 57-year-old teacher apparently became enraged when a second-year student didn't write down what was on the board after he repeated warnings. After finally getting the student copy contents into his notebook, the teacher observed the student laughing with his friend and judged that he was being purposely ignored. So he decided the best way to, to go about this was to grab him by the sleeve, throw him in a nearby prep room and you know where he fell on his face. Mm. And then the student got back up the, the teacher proceeded to slap him on the top of the head and kick him repeatedly for over the span of 35 minutes. And it says he kicked him on the thigh, so we can just imagine that thigh muscle nodding up like hell and being unable to walk. And then he grabbed the student hair and shouted threats and admonishments and kicked him, kicked a nearby shelf and threw plastic bottles on the floor in anger. Yikes! The student was reportedly too afraid to return to school for the next week. The teacher was immediately put on house arrest. Damn. And after some deliberation, the board decided to suspend him for a month, but critics say that's not enough. And according to news sources, the teacher had been already purposely in trouble, or previously been in trouble with the school over two, two other times for punishing students with violence. And seeing teachers also given a three-month suspension in 2016 for mishandling school club funds. And, yeah, it's his fourth strike, so people say, yeah, that you should be fired for that. So, like, like 30 minutes? That must have hurt. All they could do is suspend him. Why don't they dismiss him? If he has such a register and done something so terrible this time, why didn't they fire him? Mm. And, yeah. And the like. Teacher, along with the principal and the student's homeroom teacher, did visit the student's home that day to apologize. And allegedly, he, allegedly, he does feel regret for his actions, but for many, that's a far cry away from the type of penance he ought to be doing. Well, some may argue there's a certain tipping point where students really need to be shown who's boss. Corporal punishment should never be used as a method for disciplining school children, so we can only hope that the teacher is truly allowed to continue. He is able to keep his anger in check and not let something like this happen again. Yeah, this... This this went way over the line of, you know, just the comical beating a kid with a chalk Mm -hmm. and... And straight into felony assault. 
look, let me tell you something. See, New York City School District has also what also has house arrest. It was called the Green Room or the Rubber Room, and originally that's where a teacher was sent, basically for a year until they would go over what had happened. And what's interesting is that teacher would just go there from eight to four, or whatever, go come back five days a week while collecting their normal pay. Sure. I yet found uh, out there are the old suspended with pay. Yeah. I had found out through a couple of friends of mine that, you know, there were teachers in there running second businesses full time while in the green room, okay? And I'm just like, well, if you think about it, if you just sit if you're reporting there with nothing to do, you might as well take out your laptop and just run a business or whatever, you know? The public schools have numbers, not names, so it gives you gives you an idea of how little of a shit they give about them. <laughs> well, they did change it where basically it's like you're only in there for up to 30 days or something like that. So I, I'm not sure how that works now. So, But still, that is a thing. All right, let's, let's see what we got here. Huh. Still, if this happened in the States, the students' parents would likely want to beat the, beat the teacher's ass. Sadly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, here's something interesting. Home invasion robber makes Japanese granny feed him, and he gives her ten masks in return. Well, now. For the record, Japan is a very law-abiding society. But what's going on with the corona pandemic, or COVID-19... It's leading to some very odd crimes that are that are basically connected to normal everyday commodities like facial masks, such as this. Be at the beginning of this whole outbreak, there have been street fights among customers waiting to buy these masks. And what is sad that a local hospital in Japan was robbed of 6,000 of them. Yeah. I actually saw a woman on, on, on the train today, and she had her bag, and I saw she had like a bunch of Ziploc uh, freshly, fresh ma uh, masks. I almost stopped to ask her where she got them from so I could go purchase some, but I was like, maybe it's best that I did not ask and just go about my day. Now, here's something that's interesting in regards to this whole story, why I'm bringing this up. There was a home invasion robbery that took place last week in the town of Iwamizawa, Hokkaido Prefecture. At 11 o'clock on Sunday morning, an 88-year-old woman um, was startled when a man barged into her house through an unlocked back door. It's normally customary to bring a gift when you're visiting somebody's home in Japan. This person said to be in their 50s or 60s instead brought a saw. And he was waving it around in her house. He was demanding that she feed him. The woman says that's exactly what she did. And she feels that he broke in because he was hungry. So, instead of taking his food with him, he ate right there asked for a refill, and then he demanded money. So she, the woman gave him 2,000 yen. So after that, 
He left behind ten masks for the woman. Wow. I guess it's a way of saying sorry for robbing you, you know? But way things are, ten masks are more valuable than two thousand yen and a meal. Especially one with a double helping of rice. But a ten pack of masks will run you about five hundred yen at a drugstore in Japan, but COVID-19 fears have resulted in being sold out for weeks at most stores. Then the question asks, you know, why would you bother robbing somebody when you got some high-demand goods that you're apparently not going to use for yourself? The answer might have something to do with the fact that a law went into Japan, went into effect in Japan last month that bans the resale of masks at anything above the initial purchase price. So, I guess you have to figure out a way to, you know, get money and, and get rid of this stuff, you know? Oh, you mean he couldn't, you know, buy out the stock and, and artificially inflate prices? Mm. <laughs> Basically. What a novel concept. Shocking, I know, right? <sighs> Anywho, the robber is still at large, but the police are searching for this person. In the meantime, if anyone should get the drop on you and break into your house, don't be the hero. Do as they say, and if you're lucky, they'll give you some masks when everything is said and done. This woman has a patience of a saint to put up with this. Ichigo Gami asks, no, $200 and a meal for a set of masks? Screw that. No, $20. $20. Yeah, 2,000 yen. Yep. All right, Mako-chan, it's on you, a.k.a. our residential chef. Yeah, so, um, they, uh, yeah. Uh, somebody decided that they were going to try and, uh, recreate or at least, um, try out how to make, um, what, is basically known as hoshi mm. and it's literally dried rice and it's actually the precursor to the modern instant rice this is what travelers and ninjas and samurai and all of that would do for rations back in you know the ancient times nah. so basically um, it's purported to have a shelf life of 20 years. So one of the reporters on Sora News 24 decided that she was going to attempt it. And not for nothing, I'm kind of wanting to try it myself. Um, just to say I did, because mm. that's just the kind of person I am. Um, so basically you make your white rice as you normally do. And then once it's cooked, you wash the white rice to get the sticky residue that's um, on it off. Is that like starch or something? Yeah, that's basically all it is. Um, then you spread it out onto a baking tray and pop it into an unpreheated oven and let it bake for an hour and a half at about uh, 212 to 230 degrees Fahrenheit, which is about 100 to 110 degrees Celsius. You let that go, and uh, then you can 
um, try it right then and there. It takes about 30 minutes um, with a little bit of water and it does rehydrate and it's perfectly fine, uh, just like regular rice. Or you can put it into baggies. And again, this is, you know, traditional way to do this that travelers would use um, to bring uh, food with them. So they did say that it would last up to 20 years. Well, she decided to try this um, while she's, you know, stuck at home. So she made this two years ago and just tried it a couple, I think a week back or so. Um, rehydrated it and two-year-old rice still tastes pretty darn good. Passable, um, I guess. Well, obviously it's not going to be fresh rice. Obviously. But um, it's rehydrated just fine and obviously because you've removed the starch from it, um, it's not going to be sticky. It's going to be kind of clumpy. So it's not going to be that nice fresh rice feel. Mm. But for a traveler that would need to do that or somebody that likes to, you know, meal prep for the end times. And there are plenty of you out there that, you know, might want to look into this. Uh, this is the way that, you know, perishable foods would be used again uh, way back when. Um, and again, you can go ahead and spice it up however you want. You can cook it however you want, um, make it into risotto or soups, or just season it. And um, yeah, so not for nothing, there you go. Easy and a fairly successful way to make your own instant rice. And as Ichigo Gami says in our chat room here at Twitch TV slash anime jam session. Europeans used to do yeast or cheese that way. Wow, the more you know. Hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times um, that kind of stuff was also done um, for meats. They would cure meat and uh, put it either under the saddle or in such a way that the meat jerky and whatever cured as the travelers were walking so that, you know, later on they were able to snack on it. Hey, it works. And I'm looking at my Facebook. Everyone's talking about the super pink moon, you know, that's interesting. Some people are saying that others are like chibi moon, eh, whatever. Yeah, I, I get saw, it. <laughs> yeah, I saw the meme about that earlier. I was like, you don't say. That I didn't see it, mm. I'm afraid. No, it's in one of the yeah. Sailor Moon groups. Yeah, I've been watching the full moon in my Animal Crossing game and hoping for shooting stars and have got nothing. That's because the game don't like you. It doesn't. It doesn't. I have never been to Tarantula Island. And I go island hopping at least two or three times a night. I have not seen any fallen stars. And now I have two different star wands that I can make. Did you get the money rock island? Yes, but at that time I didn't have any way to break the rock in order to get to the rocks in the center of the island. There weren't any fruit trees on there? 
No, I didn't have the tools. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I don't always go to these islands prepared. <laughs> That's part of my problem. Oh, Mako. Yeah, well, I just like island hopping. Looking for adventure, huh? And whatever, and whatever comes, comes our, our way. way. <laughs> God! Fuck, I thought I was the only one. Okay. All right. I, I think it's time for us to get out of here because it is about that time. Yeah, that, that's a pretty high note to go on. Yeah. Yes. So, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So if you have any questions about our show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. And while you're at it, check out our website, animejamsession.com, where you will find our weekly podcast, uh, links to our YouTube page for convention coverage, our Facebook page for convention photos, anime reviews, convention reviews, cosplay tips and tricks, cosplay interviews, editorials, and so much more. It's all at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, you can find our show on the go. Whether it's Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Player FM, Pocket Cast, whatever app that you use for finding your podcast, you can find us at Anime Jam Session. Download our show and take it on the go with you. And a lot of these apps have the ability to leave, leave reviews, so if you can, then drop us a review. We want to know what you think of the show. And don't forget, we're on social media. Find us on YouTube for our convention coverage, uh, Twitter uh, for when we're going live and other information, Facebook for convention coverage. So that's youtube.com slash anime jam session, twitter.com slash anime jam session, and facebook.com slash anime jam session. So we're going to go around the room. Last words. So kick things off. Last words, Ari. Uh, I got nothing to do, you know, tomorrow or for the foreseeable future. So mm -hmm. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with my time besides crawl up. Up one wall, over the ceiling, and down the other wall. Catch up on some games and stuff. Besides that, yeah. <laughs> Last words, Mako-chan. I want a churro. <laughs> Did they just release the recipe for it? Yeah, Dark Sakura just posted that, and I saw that, and now I really want a churro. Mm. <laughs> Alright, my last words is, well, it is National uh, Beer Day, so... I've got a six-pack in the fridge. I'm going to crack one open, catch up on some anime, and relax and call it a night. So that is it. End of list. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And Ichigo will be joining us. She'll be telling us about some of her adventures on sewing and so forth. So that is it. End of list. We are getting out of here. Um, yeah. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I am Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. That's it. We're out of here. Good night, people.
This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!